evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to OCA's Asia Town Voice. We're an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. And we're here in Asia Town, Cleveland. So Asia OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And my name is Yun Tang, and my host name is DJ Bossy Lady. Aw, my supporters aren't here. <laughs> Usually DJ Lexicon and Johnny Woo, the ghost host, sometimes makes a little whoop whoop. Right, right. But we have here today uh, Madam President Lisa Wong of OCA Cleveland. All right, I'm in the house. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and our special guest today is Sensei Samuel Neves. Good morning. And his student, Gia. Hi. <laughs> and Gia's dad might be hopping on to say a few words, so we'll just say hi to Juan real quick. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we decided to invite Sensei. Can I call you Sensei Sam? Or that's is fine. There, Thank you. Is there a preferable title? No, that's fine. That's good? Okay. Yes, ma'am. So um, he's been a part of the Cleveland Asian Festival since 2010. Yes. Right? And I, you have not missed a single year. No, we have not. And you do a lot of wonderful work with a lot of the children in the Cleveland area and have through your, your demonstrations, become a, a really um, recognizable part of Asia Town. Can you tell us a little bit about your history and how you started uh, studying karate? Um, in 1986 in El Paso, Texas, I walked into a recreation center, and I was looking through a window, and these guys were doing some kicking and punching. And all of a sudden, this door opened, and a guy pulled me in and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm watching. He goes, line up. Oh. And from there... I've just I've been training ever since. Now, what what form of karate uh, did you study? Current um, then it was a form of Torakan um, Okinawan Tiger Crane. Mm -hmm. It was an eclectic and a more traditional style of karate. Mm -hmm. After that, I moved into Chinese kempo, Aikido, Judo, mm -hmm. um, Taekwondo, and then um, got into Goshen, Jitsu. Um, traded on the I mean traded trained on the side in um, Kaju Kempo, um, fight techniques and. and uh, with uh, Ray Anderson in in uh, Illyria, I also trained under Naji in Cadell, oh, not Cadell, and um, oh, where's that football team? The name of the football team on the Glenville, excuse me, Glenville, okay. Glenville Recreation Center. I trained with him for a while. Master Four in um, in Lakewood, um, Master Chase under for about eight years, something like that. Yeah, eight years under him, and then um, went into Shorinru, which is what we currently study now, which uh, it's a Matsubayashi Kobayashi based system of uh, original method karate from Okinawa. So my one question is when um, the sensei pulled you in when you were in El Paso, what, did he ever tell you what he was thinking? No, he just <laughs> told me what to do and I did it. Really? And you, yeah. you kept going back after I that? I kept going back, yes. That's very, is that kind of what happened to you, Gia? Um, <laughs> not really. No? <laughs> I My story, I was in baseball. Mm -hmm. for like three days and I hated it <laughs> I hated it so much I liked watching it but I hated it and then so I saw this sign once and it just said karate I don't know where where I saw it I don't remember which it was I don't think it was that one but I just saw it and I was like okay and so I told my dad and my dad had already done karate when mm -hmm. he was younger about mm -hmm. my age so I told him and he found Michael J. Zone where they were teaching at the time Sensei Sam and Master Chase and so I just walked in <laughs> I just walked in. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So, um, so the name of your your school is called Yes I Can. That's so the I, name of the program. The program. Yes, ma'am. Can you tell us a little bit about the program? The uh, the program um, we use the martial arts as the vehicle by which we empower individuals, especially at risk children, to know they can be successful in whatever they wish to do. Through the martial arts, we instill self discipline, sense of self worth, self esteem, and self confidence. Through the martial arts, we uh, we instill in individuals the knowledge that negative activities and situations can be over over avoided and overcome. Um, I teach um, currently at Calvary Church on West 65th, um, two to three days a week. I teach in Willowick on Saturdays, um, the YMCA in Euclid and Lakewood, mm -hmm. and then I teach in two after school programs at. Um, Urban Community School on West 48th and Lorraine, and West 65th near Clark Stockyards Elementary. Wow! So you you're you're a traveling teacher. Yes, that's I go. I that's the niche that I try to fill. Is that other than the Calvary Church year-round location, I try to I try to go to make it easier for parents for the children to participate. And we keep the the program at a lower cost, lower rate mm -hmm. than other programs. I mean, I don't 
begrudge anyone that, that wants to, you know, make their money and have a business. There's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's families that normally couldn't afford the expenses as, a, as uh, you incur in a, in a program like karate because mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of them. And, you know, we do pretty good. I mean, I work with kids from all different, you know, walks of life. Um, most of them are at-risk, socioeconomic at-risk children mm-hmm. right there in the hood, 216, hello, mm-hmm. you know, and, and try to give them some positive um, activities and, and keep them busy and, you know, whatever we can do to, uh, to, to give them a nice activity and some exercise. Fitness is huge for me. Mm-hmm. You have to be fit to do what we do, and, and I push that a lot, and, and it's, you know, uh, mind, body, spirit, mental health, physical health, nutrition, all those things. Yes, the mental health is a really important mm. aspect that oftentimes a lot of people uh, in Western, actually around the world, tend to brush under the carpet. So, right. Uh, well, I just remember last year I kicked in with Kenny, one of your students, totally, totally threw you on the ground. Was that her? That was her. <laughs> that was she awesome. was the one that busted my lip on Channel Eight. Really? What, yes. What was that move? That looked really cool. There was a loud smack too. <laughs> it was an elbow to his face. Oh. Yeah, she she drew blood. Oh wow! Did you mean to, or was it like she meant to? Oh really? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't with the intent of breaking my you know my lip or my jaw. It was so, just to complete the technique. She uh, went about half an inch a little too deep and got it. <laughs> my bad. No, <laughs> it, it was fine. Like she meant it. So Lisa, you're kind of quiet over there. Do you have any questions? Oh no, I I'm just listening to uh, Sam talk about his uh, school. Um, so how do you teach? the nutrition and other aspects of your... Oh, well, what I do is we actually have uh, every class, I try to have a life lesson. Mm-hmm. Something that relates to just, you know, being a good person or being a healthier person. And sometimes I'll fit nutrition like drinking water, more water, drinking fresh, ve- I mean, eating fresh vegetables, avoiding the sodas, the sugar. Like, we, we are not allowed to drink anything but water in my classes. You cannot drink mm-hmm. anything sugary, nothing. Just water. Because I think that's the most important. None of these kids work out for eight hours a day, so they don't need Gatorade. Right, right. You know, so we do our one and a half, two hours of, of training, and, you know, when we have a break, it's water. It has to be that. And they cannot have uh, sweet snacks, no no prepackaged, nothing. It's got to be mm-hmm. apples, oranges, bananas, mm-hmm. and things like that. Even when, when we go to compete, I actually take bananas and water with me because mm-hmm. to keep, you know, keep them hydrated and keep, them, uh, keep their energy up because it just... When, and they eat that nachos and, and hot dogs and all that stuff, they wind up crashing and not performing well. That That's, is very true. Yeah. You, you do notice that. And, and one thing I want to add is I'm very big on education, mm-hmm. huge on education. You have to have good grades when you're with me. Otherwise, you'll hear about it because I mm-hmm. want all the kids to succeed. Mm-hmm. Right now, the vehicle by which success in this country is education. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow your education and do your best in it, you know, and thankfully, um, Jeanette has been a very good role model for all the kids um, she has straight A's. She's a 4.0 GPA. She's a two-time science fair champion. Yeah. <laughs> and she's very smart, um, sometimes smarter than me. <laughs> and she'll let you know about it. <laughs> and um, she's a track star right now. She's running track at, at her high school. Um, I mean, I, I can't speak enough for her as being a good role model, just, not just for the girls, but mm-hmm. also for the young men in the class. They look up to her big time. So how long have you been uh, studying with Sensei Sam? Eight years. Wow. I don't know, eight years, yeah. Yeah, well, six and a half. Continuous so, training, six and a half, but I've known the, her and the family eight. What what belt are you? I'm black belt. I'm a junior black belt. Wow. So, yeah. so for those, okay, I'm, I vaguely understand the, the levels and the belts. Okay. Um, can, for the listeners who are not familiar with karate, can you give us the basics on um, the, each levels of the belt and what's required for each level? There's three levels of training within, it's, it's called shuhari in Japanese, it's a beginner um, intermediate and advanced. Mm-hmm. And at the shoe level, you're basically white, um, yellow, orange, mm-hmm. and green with a white band. It's just a belt with a white band through it. Um, once you get to intermediate, you get into the solid green, uh, the blue, and the purple belt. Mm-hmm. From there, you go into brown, and there's three, um, well, brown and purple are about the same. They're advanced, but there's a little bit more to it in brown. And um, you three levels of brown, and you get the black. What a lot of people don't understand about karate is they, they think black belt is, is, is the gold and at the end. What's well, not? She's been with me eight years, mm-hmm. okay, and she's trained hard, and she earned it. Even though she doesn't think she deserved it, she does. Aww. She's very good at what she does. And she, so she's a junior black belt. What that means is that 14 years old, mm-hmm. she's not eligible for an adult black belt. 
She has to reach a certain age. Okay. Once she reaches that age, she'll reach the uh, 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 she'll become a candidate for full black belt. Mm -hmm. So let's say that's sixteen, seventeen years old for her. Well, hopefully she lives to eighty. So from sixteen, seventeen to the age of eighty, <laughs> she'll be a black belt. Mm -hmm. So she'll have all those years of training in karate if she continues the the training of learning and growing. It's just like a, getting a, a degree in college. Mm -hmm. You get a bachelor's, great, you graduated. You get a master's degree, you've, you've gone up, now you're a doctor. But the real education of your field is out in the field, mm -hmm. is actually out doing more than just reading a book. So that's what a lot of you don't understand. Is, oh, I got a black belt now. So, okay, you're just now learning right. the art, the style. Now you got to grow into it. So what is it when there's different degrees of black belts? Um, first through third, um, first degree is an expert of basics. Mm -hmm. Third degree is a master of basics. Again, mm -hmm. just basics. And then the fourth level, you start getting into your titles. Third and fourth, you start getting your titles. Like for a third degree, you become what's called a sensei. Basically, you're a teacher of students. Mm -hmm. um, at fourth and fifth, you, be, you can earn Renshi, at least in our system, a Renshi title, which gives you a, a, a um, higher level teacher of teachers, kind of. At fifth, sixth, you start getting what's called a Shihan rank. Again, it depends on the system because some systems are different. And basically, you're just a, a master of teachers. So, you know, and it goes from there. And, and in our system, the highest is ninth, posthumously tenth, if you get there. But it's really not about the rank. Yeah, some award, oh, wow. Yeah, some people are awarded tenth posthumously. But it's really more about, like me, I don't worry about my rank. Even though I'm a six-degree black belt, I don't care about my rank anymore. I care about, one, is my training correct? Am I healthy? Mm -hmm. Am I acting with good character? Mm -hmm. um, and also, are my students in, in, their, in their study, are they doing what they're supposed to do the way it's supposed to be done? So it's not really about rank. It's more about what, are you, what have you done? What's the last thing you've done on the floor, if that makes sense? Okay. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I, you know, I... I would like to come watch sometime. I, I did the one welcome. time. Yes. Um, but when I see you at the Asian Festival, all your kids, they have like this look on their face. They're alert. They're paying attention. They're totally engrossed. And you don't always see that. Well, they're That's disciplined yeah. because it's their focus and their activity. Now, they have fun. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. We cut up in class. <laughs> Jeanette will tell you. You should tell him about Jeremiah. He's oh, you got stories? Do. Yeah. I <laughs> just There's this little kid in the class, and he's like five or six, mm -hmm. and he's just so funny like he doesn't even try it's just he's so funny to me i just i don't know and there's another little girl carolina mm -hmm. and she's four i think she's our youngest student mm -hmm. and she's really just enthusiastic about everything and i love that because mm -hmm. it kind of keeps everyone's motivation up and it keeps us from doing more training and stuff mm -hmm. because you know, you don't ever really want to be in a boring class where you guys just sit and they just talk about karate the whole time. Like, he tries to, sensei tries to relate it to life lessons and, you know, school and stuff. And it's, and he jokes about it, too, sometimes, which is fun. And it's entertaining, too. Are you going to share us one of the jokes? Or just <laughs> it's just, he has a lot of them, so I don't, I don't really... Really? I haven't heard um, you tell a joke yet. Well, they just come to me. Happen? Like She's talking about Carolina. Her nickname's Happy Feet. Okay. Yeah. Because she, she'll stand there and she'll start dancing and we'll look at her and say, all right, Happy Feet. you got to get focused. <laughs> and then the whole class will start laughing because they know it's Happy Feet. But then happy. Well, I'll ask the class a question because um, the way I teach is I don't just tell them to do a technique. I try to explain it. Mm -hmm. I don't try to um, just teach, tell them a concept. I try to get them to learn it. Mm -hmm. Because understanding is is more important than just being rote, uh, learning by rote, which is just follow me. No, they have to mm -hmm. understand it because, oh, God willing, they, 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 they never have to, but they might have to apply that concept. And understand that when I put my fist on somebody, I'm causing damage to a human body, to mm -hmm. another human being. And that's important because those are human beings that, that are, whether or not they're attacking us, they're still somebody's son, daughter, mother, father, aunt, uncle's brother, sister. Right. So we ha we have to ma maintain that in our hand. But back to Happy Feet. I mean, and <laughs> she'll well, I'll ask a question, and she'll go, and she'll answer it. Four years old. Really? She'll Aww. answer it. <laughs> Am I right? She did that yeah. uh, last week. I, I don't remember what the concept was, but she goes, "Well, Sensei, it's this, this, and this," and everybody just started laughing. <laughs> and it was great. Um, but it's like a good laughter. Oh right? no, it's, it's a like great a laughter, laughter because of the way <laughs> the way she expresses it. She sounds older. Mm -hmm. than her age. She sounds like an old soul. 
And but mm-hmm. her vo- her voice is so small and the little four year old I four years old kind of voice. Yeah. <laughs> and it just comes across so good, you yeah. know, and everybody loves it. And they love her, and, and, and I love having her in a class because I normally don't take four-year-olds because mm-hmm. they're too young for me. Mm-hmm. I like five and up. But she's just so mature, even though she plays and mm-hmm. dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she, she, everything I teach her, she gives back. She's like, this is what it is. I said, okay, so you can stay. And that's how she was able to stay in the class. So you did, like, a little interview before Yeah, that? we did. She was part of my preschool program when I was teaching for the Centers of Families and Children. So mm-hmm. We had a program. Every once in a while, they'll call me and ask me to teach martial arts at the preschools, which I love doing. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And her parents, um, she's actually the cousin of two other students that used to be with me. So they brought her in and said, can we try her? I said, she's four. She said, well, give her a chance. I said, okay. And she did that class, and I was like, okay, she can stay. <laughs> and she did great. Everybody loves her. She's yeah. been there four months, six months. I think so, yeah. Wow, months, yeah. so four years old and is able to follow instruction. Yes, these kids are smarter than we give them credit for. I mean, they're so intelligent when we let them. I hope that when I have kids, they're going to listen <laughs> by age four, three. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're a good person, and you have a good husband, so I think it'll be, you'll be fine. You think that that, that, that really affects how well that, children Because listen? you guys are a very good couple, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting too personal, <laughs> but from what I've seen of you two and your interactions, I think you guys are going to be great parents. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, uh, no idea. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're, we're trying, but we don't know I what mean, we're going to do. come on. So. You love anime. That's true. She's going to have the coolest kid. She's going to be the coolest cosplay kid. Oh, my. We're going to turn this conversation (laughs) towards anime for a couple seconds. So how did you get into anime? (laughs) And what is your... Oh, my gosh. Have you seen One Punch Man? Not yet. Oh, it's so funny. Like, I mean, have you seen One Punch Man? I'm so lost. You you don't watch anime? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll just keep this brief. So... Okay, it's a newer anime, okay. um, and the main character's name is Saitama, okay. t- and he's the bald guy, okay. the one with the really blank expression half the time. Okay. Um, and it's a totally cheesy anime because all the bad guys are really cliche, they're really generic, and it's supposed to poke fun at the traditional, like, I don't know, Power Rangers or okay. like the Dragon Ball Z bad guys, but there's an, besides all this cheesiness... <laughs> She is making this Sounds space great. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you she's very. <laughs> she'll tell you how it is. But go but, ahead. Um, but there's like there's a really good message underneath, so I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay, can um, you just uh, send me a message of what it is so I can remember it. If you I don't will. Mind, I will. Don't. You can watch it for free on Hulu. That's okay, cool. If you cool. could put up with commercials. Yeah. But, I'm more yeah. of the Akira, and yeah. things like that. I haven't seen that in like ten years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Ugh, over my head. <laughs> But, but okay. But what is your favorite anime? Um, I, I guess I would say uh, Va- uh, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, yeah? I love that. Also, um, Blood. Blood is very good. I haven't seen that. Oh, you got to see Blood. And they have a live-action Blood. Really? Yeah, there's two. They're, they're very, very good. <laughs> I'll look very into good. that. <laughs> you, you would like Blood. The, the, um, so the Vamp- Vampire Hunter D, they only they have the movies, out. right? <laughs> Vampires creep you out? No, animes. Really? Yeah, they have really big eyes. That 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 some <laughs> well, some of them are, but they're, they're not all they're like that. You would also like Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah. Princess Mononoke was good. I don't know. She sounds creepy too. <laughs> <laughs> she she was. was raised by wolves. Yes. That's even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old school werewolf. I don't know. <laughs> That's up. Oh, yeah. But um, but yeah, I, w- I was saying how I never really cared that much for Sailor Moon, but it was such an era thing, and mm-hmm. it was like nostalgic that I, it's hard not to like it. Yeah, my daughter was so into Sailor Moon. Oh, was she there when we cosplayed that year? No, no. She didn't okay, like no. we um. Yeah, that was an interesting year. That <laughs> we went through three people to be Sailor Moon, and finally I was like, you know what? I know I'll be there, so I'll be Sailor Moon. Everybody else can back out, but we need Sailor Moon for Sailor Moon. So, yeah, the wig didn't really fit on my head very well, but <laughs> <laughs> but enough of that. So I I'll, I'll send you pictures tonight. <laughs> no! I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but, um... Back to topic. Yes, ma'am. Uh, if somebody wanted to uh, take one of your classes, how would they find you? They can find us on Facebook under Yes I Can Karate. No mm-hmm. special characters, no prosopy, just Yes I Can Karate. They can also call me at 216-375-9644. Um, classes at Calvary Church on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 to 7.30. Mm-hmm. If they're interested in any of the other classes in the other locations, they can just call me and ask about that. Um, Could you repeat your number again? My number is 216 216- Three seven five nine six four four. Yes, and how okay. much do the classes cost? Um, really? they're thirty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, uniforms. Wow, really? Yes, ma'am. That's why I said it's an inner city program, and you know I try to keep it low cost and, and available. And, and Mr. Vega can tell you, 
through his own words if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeanette, the, the program's quality. It is I mean, very cheap. Yeah. For all of the other, compared to all of the other karate schools in Cleveland, mm-hmm. this one is probably the cheapest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but the the, the quality of the martial arts is high. Yeah. High, because I have very high standards. Um, Jeanette, which I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but she is a two-time professional karate commission champion wow. for the state of Ohio. Um, I do have a national champion for 2014, uh, John Malise. I think we had five state champions this year and five last year. Um, yeah. Okay, last year we took six to the, on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, six on the team. Five of them were state champions. One was runner-up to the other, one of the other kids in the program. Mm-hmm. This year we had ten, and six of us finished as, as state wow. champions. Yeah. Jeanette repeated two nice. times. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I think that, yeah, that's definitely a round of applause. So where are these competitions? Um, they're all over the state, um, Indiana, um, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Last year we actually went, was it, yeah, last year we went to um, Alabama, and we just cleaned. That Alabama tournament was wow. phenomenal. We cleaned house. So you're, you're competing cross-country, like oh, Canada. We, we try to stay local because of okay. the expense of it, and mm-hmm. we are looking for sponsors. Mm-hmm. If anybody's interested in assisting us, we really need sponsors this year because... You can repeat that phone number again? Uh, uh, <laughs> 216-375-9644. Um, because we have another, uh, the league starts February 27th, mm-hmm. and, you know, we try to help the, the the kids cover and the parents cover the cost of it, but it, it gets up there. And, wow. you know, I want to do this for them. I mean, although we're not tournament-centric, mm-hmm. because our training um, is not about the tournaments. Tournaments are a result of our training, not because of it. We don't right, train right. for tournaments. We train the martial arts system. Yeah, so it gives the students the and chance to see where they stand with their peers. Exactly, and and it's I'll, I'll say this. I had a, a friend of mine tell me once, well, you're not a sports school, you're a traditional school. And I said, but we win at the same tournaments you do. And she just looked at me oh, and said, okay. Oh, she said it like a, like a bad thing? No, or? I don't think she meant it in a bad way. I think she meant mm-hmm. it like, you don't understand sport karate. And oh. like, but karate is... It's karate. Mm-hmm. She goes, no, it's not. It's sport, and you're a traditional school. And I said, mm-hmm. but we win at the same ones you do. Okay, and we yeah. go up against <laughs> other schools that fight in a way that I would never recommend anyone fight on the street. Mm-hmm. And Jeanette laughs because she knows. Like she demonstrated on Kicking It With Kenny last year, right? <laughs> or is they're that? Just, <laughs> they're just really like, I don't know. Like I hope they don't think that that will actually work. Because on in tournament, it's usually more about point sparring. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like basically a game of tag is what I like to call it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but, like, if we were actually on the street and there was no point sparring, you you wouldn't win. Oh. Yeah. It would just, like, some of the things that they use, the techniques, are just really... Impractical. That. I see. So do you have any adult students? I have some. Do they are they in a separate class or do they? Learn? Um, right now, I teach at Merrick House on Fridays for free mm-hmm. at six thirty, uh, ten fifty. Starkweather, it's a, it's an open class kickboxing self defense. It's not formal where they're standing there and they're doing a whole bunch of bows. It's very informal. Just show up and train. So you mentioned self defense. Now, would that be something you could use uh, against well, somebody in the street? Well, let me let me back up. Karate is a civil defense system. It was designed to protect you in the small villages in the back alleys. It was designed for interpersonal combat, you mm-hmm. know. It's not for battlefields. It's not mm-hmm. designed. It's like, like, not like some of the Chinese wushu, like long spear in Chinese wushu. That you can use on a battlefield because mm-hmm. the spear is 10 feet long, you know, with your reach. Mm-hmm. So that even though you can use that in interpersonal combat, it's designed for the battlefield. Karate is not. It's designed for interpersonal combat and self-defense. Um, so when you say self-defense... We teach a system of forms or kata or chuans, as, as you know it in, in China. Mm-hmm. When you see the wushu forms that they're performing in competition, those forms at its most base level are self-defense technique. So every karate form has a system of self-defense. It has a concept that it's trying to teach you and apply. Mm-hmm. So when she talks about self-defense, so the stuff that she did when she busted my lip <laughs> was out of several katas that we teach. Um, Nahanchi, when, um, when you punched up down and took me down, mm-hmm. she did that. That's out of Nahanchi. She also did something out of um, Wansu. And there was one out of Wansu when yes. you blocked down and punched. Yes. And then the elbow was also out of Nahanchi. Yeah, the elbow yes. in my face, that was out of Nahanchi. So, you know, they learn. Um, oh, and then the grab here, that's out of Basai. When, when the two-hand grab. 
So yes. you, you, those the names that I'm giving, those Japanese names, are names of, of, of karate kata or forms. And they learn the techniques outside of it, and they're applicable. Mm-hmm. Now, every system of fighting has kata, has forms. The other word for it is drills. Mm-hmm. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, they have katas, but they're drills, mm-hmm. little wazas that they do. Uh, Aikido, wazas, drills, forms. Um, even taekwondo is notorious for their forms. Excuse me, I'm sorry. So, boxing has a bunch, jab, cross, hook, un, uh, uppercut. Those are katas, they're forms, so they're drills. So you work them over and over and over, so they so you build what's called muscle memory. So you mm-hmm. always so you always do them. So there's no system of fighting that doesn't have a form of kata. It's just the way it's applied and taught. I, I'll say this: kata actually, I mean karate. Excuse me, karate actually teaches you how to fight backwards, back to front. Boxing teaches you front to back. Teaches you percussive striking right from the front. You're hitting. Okay. Kata teaches you the end of a technique first. Mm-hmm. Then they teach you the application. Can you give like an example? Well, when um, I punched a Jeanette and she stepped off to the side and hit me and then busted it in my lip, that's the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you learn that in a form and, and through technique training first. Then you go and you apply it. Boxing, you're actually applying it. You're hitting the bag right mm-hmm. from the start. You're oh, throwing punches. It. You're okay. hitting them. So that's why boxing, as an example, uses, teaches front to back. Mm-hmm. Karate teaches back to front. Because karate is very, very... Uh, concern with good technique and form. Not that boxing isn't, mm-hmm. but box- boxing wants you to start hitting things right away. Karate doesn't. Mm-hmm. Karate is a slower progress of, 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 of training and, and learning. And you know, so. Got it. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. This is great. Uh, I'm learning a lot because I've, I've never done, I've done like basic drills for like Kung Fu as a little kid, but that was part of dance training to build muscle. So, and, you know, before they did ballet and everything. Um, but Lisa, did you have any questions? I know we kind of forgot about you way back That's there. okay. No. <laughs> um, no, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that you're a traditional technique versus doing it for sports because I, I see many martial arts type schools that it just seems like they're not re- I don't think the kids are really learning anything you know not to say that's not good it's, I think it's just you know I didn't know there was a difference on, until now so this is yeah. good so I <laughs> but if I could take away something from an interview I feel very satisfied so. yeah. but um but you've learned other form of martial arts yes. when you're training with yourself um I mean, because I'm assuming you, you teach and then you probably train. I yourself. still do. I still train. Yes. What do you just stick with karate or do you do all different forms? Um, I, for as far as uh, say knife techniques, I try to use the Kali system. Okay. The Kali system. Um, Tony Martial out in um, Westlake, I think that's called. He he's a very good uh, knife Kali guy, knife and stick. Uh, excuse me, knife and screamers. And under under him, Sifuski. And Ray Anderson also taught me some wonderful knife techniques. And some of the traditional things that, that I was taught initially, I realized knife fighting isn't what they're teaching me. And it does not even, it's not even, I don't know if you've seen the Jim Carrey video on YouTube. Mm-mm. Watch it. He's doing this stab. And that's what I was taught in my early years of karate. And it doesn't work on the street. People don't fight like that. Huh. And even the step back where they put their one hand down and they step forward to punch, nobody fights like that on the street. Huh. So what I've taken with my karate is I've taken, and yeah, those are traditional but they're not effective training methods. And I think those were f- were done in between World War II and now as, as a method of training versus what some of the... It's like today, there are Okinawan teachers that teach that. They don't teach step back, down block, step punch. They don't do that. They do actually real you know, um, static stances, throw a punch. In a boxing stance, throw a punch. Because that's what you see on the street. Mm-hmm. And they do that and they apply it. I mean, uh, Will Kaczynski out of Medina, they train like that. Um, Mr. Pachekas, who's his teacher, I, I think he trains like that. Um, Tim Jurgens out of Minnesota, who I've had the beautiful pleasure of getting to know him. He's an awesome martial artist. He's taught like that. Um, John Kirker out of Idaho. I think Idaho is where he's at. I'm not sure. Iowa. Iowa is where he's at. He's a phenomenal Ishimaru stylist. So, yes, I do go outside of my style because it makes me better, mm-hmm. because it gives me a different perspective of, of what I do. And even locally, um, Heidi Gautner down in Akron, who's a phenomenal weapons instructor and, and beautiful Ishinru, mm-hmm. um, Karateka, she's so good. Oh, my gosh. Now, do you invite some of these people to guest teach? or to, to Will, Will has taught for me. Oh, Will really? has taught for me. But the other instructors are so busy, and, and mm-hmm. you know, some are out of town. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't 
but sometimes I'll have them come teach and even let Jeanette teach sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I teach sometimes. Do you like it? Yeah, I like being able to talk to them and, you know, at least give them about the little knowledge that I know that he's given me. I like just... You know, now does it does it help you understand what you're doing better when you're teaching somebody yes. else? I, I used to tutor Chinese, and then my Chinese subsequently got a lot better. So <laughs> <Yes>. that's <laughs> Sensei always says that. Um, I think it's when you teach, you're training for the second time or something like that. When you teach, you're learning twice, and that's from Heidi Gautner. Oh, Heidi really? Gautner and Akron, yeah. That's from her. Well, yeah, I sometimes when I teach them and stuff, I know that. Some of them are looking up to me, so mm -hmm. I know that I have to work on my stuff, too. Mm -hmm. So I tell them, as a class, we're all going to work on something. And, yeah. And they listen to you. Oh, yeah. Really awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they listen to her. Well, we're at the half point of our show, so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk some more about karate. Okay.
And welcome back with OCA's Asia Town Voice, an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. Talking from Asia Town, we're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And my name is Yin Tang. On air, I'm known as DJ Bossy Lady. Sometimes co-hosting with me is DJ Alexicon and Johnny Woo, the ghost host. In studio with me today is Lisa Wong, Madam President of OCA Cleveland. Hi, everyone. And our special guest today is Sensei Sam with Yes I Can Karate. Hello. And, and Jeanette and her father Juan. Hi. So, um, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he, we didn't give him a microphone, so they kind of, he had to kind of lean in and share. <laughs> um, before we go on, and I, I hear that Jeanette has some wonderful stories to share with us, so I, I'm dying to hear it. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> God. But uh, but I wanted you to repeat the information for your school in okay. case anybody was just um, tuning in. You can find us on Facebook. Yes, I can karate. Mm-hmm. Um, they can call me at two one six three seven five nine six four four. Classes are Tuesday and Thursday, six to seven thirty. Um, ages normally five and up, um, and the cost is thirty dollars a month. That is phenomenal. Yes. And that's for both Tuesday and Thursday. Correct. That's for both classes, wow. and an hour and a half each class. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, I have more questions later, but I want to hear these stories that you, you have to tell. Where do I start? <laughs> uh, go with Angel. Okay, so Angel is one of the girls that I've been competing with mm-hmm. for um, over a year, I think. Mm-hmm. She's very talented. I have to give her credit. She's really good. Um, and so, well, we've been fighting in tournaments and, like, competitive sparring and stuff. And... 
Well, we have been going on and off. It'd be like she would win first and then I'd win second and then I would win first and she'd win second and stuff like that. And so this November, I went to a tournament and, well, I was fighting with her and it was 4-4 and my parents were not there. I was by myself. <laughs> and um, it's okay, though. It's okay. I was by myself. Well, Sensei was judging, and all the other kids were with their parents. And so I was in the ring by myself with Angel, and it was 4 4. So it was, and the time went out. So we, because there's only a certain time for each fight. Mm-hmm. And so we were basically at a death round. And, um,. Well, everybody was chanting her name, basically. (laughs) And so I just kind of felt, you know what, whatever, let me just do this. (laughs) So I I was fighting with her, and she came in with a kick, and I blocked, and I punched her in the head, and I won that fight. And it was just, I was really proud of myself, because even though I didn't have the support that I usually have, I overcame what I've been trying to achieve the whole year. So it was just kind of like... A hmm. hurrah moment for me. I was really unexpected. happy. <laughs> yeah. I need to qualify and come to Juan's rescue. <laughs> um, they had a they had an issue, family issue that took the both parents out of town. Oh. Because I'll say this for the Vegas, they are either one or both parents are always at her competitions. And this one, mm-hmm. this was an actual yes. emergency. They had to leave town, and she was already registered, so they took it to the tournament. Now you're leaving out the best part. <laughs> Which part? Sensei, 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 sensei. Oh well, I was. I was, you know, like, I didn't know who to tell. I was going to, I didn't know where to go. So I was just like, Sensei is teaching over there and judging. Or so I just ran to him and I was like, Sensei, um, I beat Angel. <laughs> I was like so happy. <laughs> and then he was like, really? And then I was like, yeah. And we kind of just. Oh, no. She was like jumping her up and run down. Really? She was like, oh, my God, Sensei. Oh, my God. Didn't tell, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm like, what happened? I, I beat Angel. <laughs> I beat Angel. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you did? She goes, yeah. Because, I mean, I was obviously I was there when she was struggling all year. Yeah. But, but Angel is really talented. I, um, I'm i looking forward to competing with her more, hopefully. Wow. And she, hopefully this time we get some people that are chanting your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she's, uh, she's out of uh, Akron, I think. I don't know. Is she under Singleton, I think? Yeah, I think she's... She's Tang Sudo. Oh. Yeah, she's Tang Sudo. She's... Uh, Singleton's a good martial artist, too. Do they do they do different... Do they... I'm sorry. How am I going to phrase this? So they put different types of martial arts against each other in competition? Yeah, these are open competitions. Okay. They're, they're kind of like MMA, but not. Because hmm. MMA is open competition. Anybody mm-hmm. can show up if they qualify. Hmm. Well, these are open competitions. Any style can compete against each other to see which individual, you know rise to the top that day so which competition was this i think you might have mentioned it but the king of the ring for the professional karate commission uh Mm -hmm. league it was the last one of the year for the the state which she she (laughs) it was a phenomenal (laughs) win for her she earned a lot of points that's really awesome oh wait so they they collect points you collect points per competition and at the end of the year that's whoever has the most points wins like elijah who's one of my state champions was actually he had 44 points in first, and the second place person had 26. So he was just so far ahead. Wow. Yeah, he was just, he dominated his division. And this mm-hmm. girl right here, she did so good. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> she gave her awesome. a big high five. Yeah. We should. It's up, I'm like, all the way across the room. <laughs> like, air high fives. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so is there like a, uh, a commission or like a league that keeps track of all these points? Yes. There, it's oh. like, again, it's the Professional Karate Commission. Um, it's okay. run out of, I believe, Indiana, but they are, they run in Indiana, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, I think part of Kentucky and Texas. So they're they're a pretty big league. So what do these points mean in the end? Well, in the end, when you accumulate these points, they determine your final standings for the year, mm-hmm. and that's where you wind up. There's a state circuit and a national circuit. The state is uh, January to December. This one ended in November, and the nationals is June to July of every year, or July to June. Excuse me, I said it backwards. Got it. Right. So, All right. Um, but I hear there's another story that you have. This <laughs> one I like because it shows her leadership. Okay. Uh, D'Angelo and Alex? Yes. Okay, so D'Angelo and Alex are these two students that are in the class. D'Angelo is a green belt, mm-hmm. and Alex is a blue belt. They are both intermediate, and they're the same age. They're 11. And so they go to the same school where Sensei teaches. I used to go to that school. I graduated from that school. And so, well, I was, one day I was sitting and reading. I had finished all my work, so I was on my phone. 
and sensei sent me a message and it was like two kids got into a fight into that school and for our program fighting is like a big Mm no-no like for we sensei teaches self-defense he doesn't teach first attack he doesn't teach you know fighting people for no reason or bullying people it's just for him it's mostly just if it's it's just not worth it Mm -hmm. unless you are actually in danger if it's like a school fight just let it go because it's it's just a school fight you know Mm -hmm. but I heard that, and so, like, I didn't know who the two kids were at first, but then I kind of started thinking, and I was like, it better not be them. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was really, I was I was just thinking, I was like, it better not be them. And so, his, Alex's mom gives me a ride to, um, to karate mm-hmm. most of the time, and, well, I looked back at him, and his mom was talking to him, and I heard, you know, I started hearing in on the conversation and basically he was the one who got into a fight mm. with his friend D'Angelo so I looked back at him and I was like please tell me it was not you and he was like yes and I was like oh my god I was so mad I didn't even want to talk to him especially because his mom was there so I was just like let me just wait so we got into karate and I saw D'Angelo and I saw Alex and so sensei gave them their own punishment but I wanted to talk to them in front of the whole class because I think that it's really important for them to know that fighting is not worth it especially in school Mm -hmm. it's it shouldn't be about that it should be about getting your education Mm -hmm. and so basically the fight was about something very stupid very stupid so I just kind of like I was so disappointed (laughs) in a way because like you know they're some of the highest kids in the classroom and they're setting a really bad example for the all the other kids and i was just really mad because i had been in karate in eight years and there have been a lot of people that have angered me and i have not gone into like fighting with someone else or just you know it hasn't been about ego for me and that will that was what it was about them you know they wanted to see was the better man or whatever oh. i don't know boy age 11 yeah they oh. were like in sixth grade just fighting in gym and i'm just like wow and i was really mad because sensei teaches at that school mm-hmm. and it was setting a really bad example how are you gonna he's teaching about nonviolence, and then his two one of his two top kids are gonna fight in the school i was mm-hmm. just kind of like no so really what did mad. you say to them i just told them basically what i said here just fighting is not worth it especially in school and i told mm-hmm. them that if they ever got into a fight again they're going to have to deal with me because i'm i don't put up with that that is i think it's just so it's not worth it especially with each other because like in karate we're all a big family mm-hmm. all different races and every big diversity and everything so it's just kind of like no and they are, they were actually really close so i was confused on why they were fighting and then when I found out it was about, like, more about ego and stuff like that, I was really mad. Now are you going to tell us what it actually was over? <laughs> they were playing a game I'd against each other in, in PE, physical education class. Oh. And they got a little bit too competitive. And oh. one accused the other of cheating. Aww. And the other responded, and then fists flew, and then they were in the office. And I walked in, and I'm like, no. See, I didn't, I didn't even, like, really hear the right version because I didn't even want to hear about it. That's, that's probably I was really, better, yeah. I was really mad. I was just like, if I hear about this, I'm probably going to kill them both. So I'm just, <laughs> let me not. She did, that's, though. I th- yeah. She Emotionally, when she looked at them, because what, what she's not saying is that in the, in the beginning of class, she's like, come here. And she was, and then at the end of class, even though we were at the end of class, she said, both of you, come here let's make sure this doesn't happen again so she's a leader mm-hmm. she's not only a leader in, the, in 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 her personal actions with herself she's a leader to the, everyone else in the class mm-hmm. so that's just displays her leadership and her maturity and and i give a hundred percent um credit to her parents because even though i have her so many days a week i've seen her for eight years they raised her Mm-hmm. So she's got really good parents. So there are some good parents here in the inner city that are doing a good job with their parents. <laughs> so Juan, I mean Juan and Gina, and I, and I can't say it enough about Juan and Gina, uh, his wife and mom, they've done a really good job with their children. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with all the adversity and all the things that they've gone through in the, in the last however many years they've been together, raising, what, four kids? 
Yeah. One that's in its serving, you know, in wow. the United States Army, El Paso, Texas, 1st Armored Division, you know, and just doing what they do. And um, her son, and the family is very talented. Her brother played in the Little League World Series. Jeanette's really? brother, yeah, he's a phenomenal baseball player. Wow. I'm going to get his ad- autograph when he but graduates high is, school. But she hates baseball. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. He's, he's cool. okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's good. I'm sorry. I, no, that's you know, fine. That's fine. It's really great that you're supportive of your students. It really mm-hmm. shows that somebody cares. And I think that your response of like not even caring about what the fight was about is probably. I, I just I was dying of curiosity. That's why I asked. But that's the correct response because nothing really is worth yeah. you know fighting over. Especially like if they're in. Yes, I can karate. Like mm-hmm. all you had to do was just. Sensei, that's all you had to say. That's you had to talk to him because he would easily fix it, or try to fix it. But no, you had to fight. Yeah. But if you were in that gym class and you saw it starting, and they came to you, what would you have said to them if the fight hadn't started yet and it was like escalating? Oh, uh, <laughs> I know it's a really tough question. <laughs> I don't know. I probably would have just said, "Grow up." <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because if it was about a gym game, it's it obviously not that serious. So I would have just been like, you guys need to calm down. <laughs> All I have to do is look at him. Oh, yeah. Alex. I look at Alex and he just melts. Aww. Poor guy. <laughs> I almost feel kind of bad so for mean. him. Yeah. not <laughs> mean. I just look at him and he's no, just like, okay. Last so. week in class, he was just... You were mean. I wasn't really? mean. You were mean. What did he do that was mean? He like, has a squirrel look. It looks like a squirrel when I look at him. No, it's, <laughs> it was really like... No, he's a great kid. He's, yeah. he's a very smart kid, too. He's an awesome... I love the little boy. I can't say enough about yeah. him. You know I love him. Alex. So we're getting mean. close to the top of our hour, okay. and I have one, two more questions. Okay. I was going to ask, um, so you've been doing karate for a long time. Do you mm-hmm. plan on continuing, and how far do you plan on going? Or has it just kind of... Well, I plan on continuing until maybe I go off to college. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will be, like, my breaking point. But... So since she'll be at CSU, she could still come mm. to Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope she goes to Ohio State or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, his son, Senpai, he, he actually went to college, and he's training with us after everything. So maybe that's what I'll do. That's awesome. Are you going to look for a, um, a a dojo to to practice if you're if you go to Ohio State and if you're out of town? Yeah, I'll practice like by myself, but I won't. I don't want to go with another sensei. Aw, look at that. Well, that's that's honorable, <laughs> but um, and then this is today that you know her graduating high school is four years from now. But I'd probably find a place locally where she can go that mm-hmm. that I that I know will give her what she needs. That's awesome. So. She's shaking her head now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to do it all by myself. So, Lisa, did you have any questions? I had a question. I was just wondering, like, well, what kind of career um, options are you looking at or fields where you're, what are you going to study? I was thinking about being an English major just because I love um, writing about things and describing, you know, scenarios. Just an idea. I mean, you just started high school, right? So yeah. you have like four years to figure yeah. out. <laughs> well, it's good that she's thinking about it now. Yeah, because then is. she can prepare a track and look for the school, like and maybe kind of yeah. like feel it out and test it out. And her, her essay for her black belt was really good. Oh yeah, you make <laughs> yeah. them write essays too? Yes, they have to. That's awesome. <laughs> and and when they don't behave, I make them write essays about that respect really and good. acting right. Oh yeah, I had a middle school teacher like that. Everybody behaved in their class. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, you have to do this, or I'm taking points off your grade. So, yeah, everybody behaved in her class. I, so, I'm sorry, I, go ahead. I did want to be a pediatric nurse when I was younger. Yeah? Like, work with newborn babies, but then they cry. There's <laughs> a lot of poop involved. <laughs> yeah, they cry a lot, and I was just like, never mind. <laughs> My friend Gloria just finished, um, I don't know if you ever met Gloria. She just moved to Athens, Georgia, and she's a pediatrician, so she just got, she just finished her residency. That's really good for her. Yeah, she, I mean, she has a two-year-old son, she loves children, but she's like, there's a lot of screaming and poop involved, so you <laughs> can get past that. So <laughs> but, uh, but the last question, um, before we have to go, is what is your favorite Asian dish, and can you cook it for us? Use first. We're Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody eats, everybody eats Asian 
we do eat Asian food. <laughs> but we cannot. <laughs> Sam, Sensei Sam is dying here. He's we cannot. <laughs> All right, so we'll make an exception. We cannot Stir cook fry. it. I can do stuff. <laughs> I cannot cook it. At okay. least I know I cannot cook. But um. <laughs> we can eat it. We could go out and eat it. <laughs> I always like um the pepper pepper steak. Pepper steak. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. with the thick the gravy sauce. Mm-hmm. Do you like it Liwa or do you go somewhere else? Anywhere? What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Liwa is like this, this Asian, 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 Asian town, really well-known restaurant like oh. in this area. Yeah. So. Uh, well, you should go. It's really good food. I think we've been there with El Miguel. Oh, I don't know. They, they serve, it's really nice restaurant. They serve big plates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we've been there. And sometimes they push out the carts for dim sum on the weekends. It's a really good place. Remember, but okay. But so you got to go again. Good choice. All right. Thank you. No, I'm asking what your favorite food is. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you cook yeah. it for I us. I like um, General Sal, but I can cook a mean pepper steak. Just yeah? saying. Yeah? Yeah. What do you use for the gravy? Some people use flour and some people use cornstarch. Um, whatever's in the packet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see the truth of that. <laughs> Lisa, did you have something to add? No, this is great. Maybe they should try more different varieties of Asian cuisine. I'm always looking for teachers. Yeah? I do fusion food, and I like, I don't know why. My husband always asks me to teach him how to cook, and I'm just like, no, it'll take too long. I'm I'm hungry a lot. I eat a lot. So I'm like, I usually whip up a meal in like 20, 30 minutes tops, and it takes him a lot longer, so I don't usually let him cook. (laughs) I'm like, I'll be starving by the time you're done. But um, but thank you so much. Um, thank you for having us. Jeanette, mm-hmm. Sensei Sam, Juan, Lisa. And uh, to the listener, thank you so much for tuning in this week to WJCU's 88.7 FM, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Johnny needs to confirm his... Oh, there he is. So, <laughs> I was like, it's still going. My ears are probably... Oh, just a break.